I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. So what is cool girl syndrome? Cool girl syndrome is when you strive to be cool over being yourself. And I get it. I have definitely fallen into the trap of choosing outfits, choosing even friends, situations, events where I thought it was so cool and I got so wrapped up in how I would be perceived that I totally sacrificed doing the thing or wearing the thing that was actually more authentic to me. And so the inspiration behind recording this podcast is to give you some signs that you may be struggling with cool girl syndrome and we all are in some way and also I recently moved from LA to New York and the difference is so jarring to me so when I was living in LA I always knew that LA was a bubble right it's like where a lot of the trends start It's Hollywood, right? So people are in the industry of (laughs) (laughs) make-believe. They're in the industry of celebrities and um, exclusivity. Like Hollywood is not necessarily, in my experience, the most like inclusive, community-oriented space that really celebrates um, like true self-expression and individuality. It to me, again, I'm just speaking in my experience and living there, people are very concerned with fitting in. Now, I say all of this with such deep love for the city and some of my best friends are there and I will always have a home there and I will always be visiting there. And in my experience, some of the stereotypes of it being a more superficial place is true in my experience. So with that feeling of exclusivity comes a large desire for people to want to fit in because if something is exclusive to a group of people, then all of a sudden you start to want to embody, to dress, to act, to talk, to hold yourself that in a way that is similar to the people who are in the certain group or the certain community or have access to the certain types of parties or whatnot. And so being from New Jersey and growing up in a very loud, big Italian family, I just felt like uh, all of me wasn't welcome in a lot of environments. And so I talk with my hands. I'm very expressive I'm emotional. I'm emotive. I get really excited about things. I get very passionate about things. I have a lot of opinions and I feel like I really stood out in LA from, you know, being at a restaurant and getting really excited about the food there to 
just being on the streets and talking to my friends, I always kind of felt like we were making a scene, which honestly didn't really feel that great because I felt like I wasn't really fitting in and I was noticing that I was really censoring myself. I wasn't being as expressive with my body language. Even when we would go out at night dancing, I really noticed a lot of people seemed like they were there to take an Instagram post rather than be on the dance floor and like have a really good time with their girls. And so living now in New York, it's totally different. I mean, people, of course, there's still like trends and there's still the cool restaurants to go to and those things. But people are way more interested in self-expression. And that really is the metric of what is cool and what is not is how authentic is someone being to themselves in their style, in the way that they carry themselves in what they're doing for fun, whether it's museums art galleries or it's clubbing or restauranting. So let's get into the meat of this. So I sat with this idea of cool girl syndrome and how I've fallen into the trap of it. And I've talked to my friends and we've identified three signs that you could be struggling with cool girl syndrome. And I'm also going to share some really practical ways that you can start to tap more into your authenticity. And like I said, everyone, including myself, has a little bit of cool girl syndrome. So don't judge yourself. We are a product of Instagram generation, which is like the ultimate cool girl contest and all of the movies about the cool girl with the cool clothes and the cool friends who acts a certain way. So, you know, don't judge yourself. We're all just on a path to trying to be more authentic and more ourselves. And hopefully if you can recognize these three signs of when you start to choose cool over being fun and authentic, and start to make some of these seriously very practical, simple changes, I think you're going to feel way more yourself. Okay, so number one sign that you could be struggling with cool girl syndrome, you poll your friends and crowdsource people's opinions. So I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you asked a friend if she liked your outfit, if you should buy something? Do you like this? Um, Is this outfit too much? Is this cool or is this really weird? And this also extends into polling people on relationships or whether or not you should post a photo. So like, can I ask him to hang out or is that too much? Should I go up to this guy? Should I be posting this? Do I look good in this? Is this weird of me to talk about? Is this too much? So when you're asking those questions and you're turning to your friends, you're turning to your community to assess whether or not you should do something, wear something, post something, you're basically asking two things. Will people like it? And does this represent me? And so the more you ask, are people going to like this, essentially, the further you're going to get from actually addressing how you feel about things and tapping into what is authentic to you. So if you're constantly asking people how they feel about something, you are always going to be living your life based off of how the other people feel about that something. So if you ask other people how they feel about something, you're asking them how they feel about something, not how you feel about something. And listen to that again. I know that we're asking people who know us to try to mirror back to us, hey, does this feel like me? But we can never actually get an honest assessment of what is true to us because if we ask other people they're going to be sharing their opinions through the lens of their perception of us and while our besties may really know us really well and know like oh you may regret that tomorrow 
It is up to us to decide what feels good for us to do, wear, go, experience. So if you want to be like your friends and dress like your friends and behave like your friends, then keep asking them. But if you want to learn more about yourself, what you're genuinely into, what you represent, what your unique style and flavor is in this world, then you have to start deciding what you want to experience and do alone. And then you embrace the consequences of it or celebrate the results of that. So, for example, if you buy an outfit and you decide not to ask your friends and then you get it home or you wear it out and you're like, oh, my gosh, I actually don't feel myself in this at all. I really don't feel good. Great. You get to own that decision and really experience the sweet satisfaction that comes with the wisdom of learning more about yourself. And when you can make your own decisions, then you get to learn, Okay, this was authentic to me or "Ah, scratch that. I'm not going to do that again. Okay, number two sign that you are struggling with cool girl syndrome. You go with the flow. You do things how they've always been done or you're really quick to hop on a bandwagon because that's just what the masses are doing and it feels like the easy choice. So a great place to look here is how much you like to follow trends. So, okay, I love a good trend. I'm wearing some parachute pants right now, my little basic tank. So I get it. Trends are fun and they could be you know, totally aligned with who we really are. But oftentimes we get sucked into trends because that is what the masses are doing. And style, personal style is a great way to practice being more authentic. So instead of like rushing to Zara to get what everyone else is wearing, I really suggest go to a thrift store, like go to boutiques, go to places where you can start to develop your own sense of style and not just what the hottest, coolest thing is. That's also how you really develop a timeless wardrobe that you're going to love for years to come, which is also honestly a money-saving tip. And living in New York has really inspired this in me because the coolest girls are not the ones that are dressed in the trends or all designer. And they're also not even the ones that are dressed in, say, all vintage or like one-of-a-kind more bespoke pieces. It's the women who are walking around who are so comfortable and confident in their skin. And you can feel that. It's so magnetic. It's because they love what they're wearing, whether it's the trend or whether it's the one of a kind piece or whether it's the vintage Chanel, whatever it is, they're owning it. You know and you can feel that what they have on their body, they chose. They feel comfortable in it. And it's not just about going with the flow with trends and hopping on those kind of bandwagons really assess like okay a travel destination like say the Almafi coast or you know summers in italy are you doing that because that's what your soul is calling you to that destination or are you doing it because that's the thing that's trending the most on instagram and maybe those two things align again but oftentimes i found i'm choosing to go places or go to different restaurants or go book trips because that's what's trending rather than really getting quiet or looking at a map and saying, wow, what am I really drawn to? What is my soul trying to experience here? And all this really takes to start to make decisions that are truly authentic to you and not just to like go to the cool place or do the cool thing. It's just a gut check asking yourself, am I doing this because I want to, because I feel like this is authentic or because this is the cool thing to do or participate in right now. Sometimes it's really just asking the question. And this could be in every form of life. Again, like, am I 
going vegan because that's what everybody else is doing? Am I avoiding dairy because that's what seems to be trendy? Or is it just because it literally makes my stomach hurt and makes me poop my pants? Like truly asking and checking in with yourself. And something recently that I did, I it was my birthday. And, you know, there's a lot of you know, pretty go with the flow, basic things that you can do for your birthday. Have a party, go out, get drunk, whatever it is. And actually, if you haven't tuned in, I think it was two episodes ago. It was a bonus episode. Um, I talk about birthday anxiety and getting comfortable celebrating yourself. You should check that out. People are loving it. But any whoosies, what I did for my birthday, I was like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll like go out. Maybe we'll go dancing and maybe we'll do like a group dinner. And then I was like, is this what I want to do? Or am I just doing this because this is how it's always been done? I ended up having an ice cream Sunday sleepover party with like six of my girlfriends. And I love to collage like that may not be the coolest thing to do, but I love to sit for hours on the floor with a bunch of magazines and collage. And is that like the Insta worthy birthday thing to do? I don't know. Probably not. But I had so much fun. It was authentic to me. And my friends had such a good time. So really just starting to question, what do I want to do? Is this what I want to do? Super simple. Okay. now the last one third sign that you could be struggling with cool girl syndrome. You limit your body from expressing itself exactly how it wants to. So our bodies are so intelligent. They know exactly how they want to express themselves, how they want to move. They know how they want to laugh, how loudly, how long. They know when they need to sigh. They know exactly how they want to sit in the chair and get comfortable. But we try to control our bodies and limit their expression all day long so we don't look weird or awkward and we seem put together and so that we don't draw attention to ourselves. We hold in our size when we really just want to be like, oh. we limit how excited we could get about how delicious this glass of orange wine is. We don't talk with our hands because we don't want people to look at us. There's so many things that we do from you know, we're hot and we want to manspread on the subway. Maybe, you know, if you have a dress on, you want to think about that in New York City. But like, you know, instead we're crossing our legs and sitting so uncomfortable. Like we are trying to control our body so much so that we look cool and we look like a nice little woman when really we want to just be twerking in the grocery store aisles and running up to our girlfriends and giving them big bear hugs and wiggling and dancing and moving. And so I recently finished a body intelligence certification program with Katie and Gay Hendricks. And I will tell you, I have been laughing louder and deeper in my belly than I think I ever have before in my life. And I can hear and feel how much more authentic my voice is, my expression, and how much I've noticed that I'm stopping censoring myself and how much better I feel. I feel less anxious because our bodies are meant to be expressed and moved. And if you need to get up in the middle of, you know, whatever you're doing, whether you're sitting in class or maybe even if you're at dinner and you need to move and you need to stretch, allow your body to express itself. There's so much wisdom in there. So I really made it a priority to start dancing more specifically. And since then, when I've gone out and like gone dancing, whether it's at like a bar or a club or even a class or a party, I keep getting so many compliments on how good of a dancer I am and how free I am in my body. I'm like, what? Like dancing in my like, truly, I'm so offbeat. Like if I'm supposed to be clapping, 
Like my hands are, you know, on the outside when they're supposed to be in the clap. Like I really don't think I have a lot of rhythm. I'm not trying to be mean to myself. Like it's just truly true. You can ask my friends. Like I just can't really follow a beat. But I have changed my perspective with dancing and free dancing to how hot do I look? How good do I look? To how good do I feel right now? How much fun am I having? How would it feel if I whipped my hair around or moved my hips, right? <laughs> so if you're feeling like you ever are worried or just self-conscious about like, oh, like I just laughed so loud or I snorted or I'm dancing too big. Like I really want to encourage you to just start using your body for what it's made to do and it's made to be expressed. Dance like a freak at home. Start singing and yelling into pillows and using your voice. So then when you're out in public, you can really start to fully embrace your voice, embrace your body and just be more yourself. And yeah, some people may think when I'm at a concert or at a party or out dancing, I look like a freaking freak. But I am usually having the most fun in the room. Like, yeah, maybe some people think I look uncool or like a weirdo or some loser. But I think I'm really cool because I'm being myself. And really, like a fully expressed woman is a powerful woman. She's a woman that gets noticed. She's magnetic. She stands out. And she's also a beacon for other women who are longing to just get some permission to tap into their own version of what's authentic to them. And also, P.S., like authenticity may not be twerking at the grocery store, dancing like a freak or, you know, laughing really loud or starting to talk with your hands when you never have in your life. It could mean like skipping all of that and being cozy and just like crawling up with a book. Like that's also really cool if that's what you want to do. So my encouragement for you is to take some time today to think about the coolest people you know. And I really bet they're the ones that are the most authentic to themselves, not the people who are trying to fit in. And they're the ones who do their own thing, even if that's not what everyone else is doing. And also start to question, like, what do I think is cool? Like, what does cool mean to me? Cool to me means that I'm being honest and true to myself. I speak up about what I want. Cool is having opinions of my own and trusting myself enough to make the best decision for me and own the results of what those decisions are. So I hope that this helped you to see where you may be choosing cool over authenticity and have fun with this. If you're experimenting and you are trying out some of these tips, DM me on Instagram at Samantha Bove. I love to talk to you and this podcast is still such a baby and the amount of messages that I've been receiving is so fulfilling and really this is a collaboration. So I want to talk to you about how you're embracing your too muchness and enjoying the podcast. And if you're looking for some more tools to tap more into your own authenticity and build a deeper relationship with your inner voice, I want you to go over to samanthabove.com forward slash intuition for a free guide that I put together with three weekend activities that you can do this weekend that are so much fun and also designed to strengthen your intuition. If you're enjoying the podcast, go ahead and leave a five-star review, share it with a friend that you love, and I will see you next week. 